Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am Chad Sanchez. I am your host for your, for the Social Rec Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Puente. Matt? Hey, what's going on? Back again. Going back to back like the Rockets. And I'm also here with my other co-host, my good friend, Richie Pineda. Richie? Major League debut right here. Richie Pineda coming at you live. <laughs> So Richie is also a good friend from college. We have, you know, some couple of of cool interactions for how we actually met and became the best of friends forever. But we'll use that for another episode. But in today's episode, we just want to talk about some things that are going on in the social rec community and then really focus on some of the shops that we've been to where we've got some some major cops. But before we go into that, how are you how, how, how are you all doing, guys? How was y'all's Thanksgiving? Matt, go first. Mine was pretty cool. Go ahead. Matt, go first. Uh, go ahead, man. Mine was pretty cool. Um, you know, I'm used to a gathering of more than 10 people, anywhere from 10 to 30 people. But um, it was just me and my parents this year. My brother's in California, so a lot different. Um, I enjoyed it, but I didn't have any pecan pie. So I'm a little upset about that. Other than that, it was good. Good, no good, good to hear. Matt? Yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, good to have a little break, you know, from work and stuff like that. But ours was a little different this year, too. Usually we hit up, you know, my side of the family, the wife's side of the family. The wife's uh, side of the family did the, the Zoom thing because uh, her grandpa, you know, elderly and stuff like that. So they didn't want to risk that. And then we had a small thing in my parents with just her sisters. So but it was good. All in all good. Still able to celebrate. Cool, cool. Same. Ours was a little bit different. Unfortunately, um, I had went to a wedding earlier in the week, so I kind of threw the plans off just because um, just kind of changed everything up just because we were around other people. So we chose to quarantine ourselves. Mother-in-law made some bomb, you know, some delicious um, turkey stuffings. Always good. We had some other foods, uh, smoked turkey, you know, stuffing, um, twice baked potatoes, some some candy, um, some sweet potatoes. It was really good. So they just brought us some food. We ate here at the house. Of course, it's a little bit different, but um, yeah, you know, it is what it is. We were able to, we were still appreciative of everything. And uh, overall, it's a good Thanksgiving. And now we're getting ready for for Christmas. Um, so let's go ahead and get started with some of the things that have happened that have happened the uh, the last few days in the uh, in the social rec community. Just want to get 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 y'all's opinion on stuff that's been happening. So, for example, uh, we heard that Russell Westbrook got traded to go to Washington in exchange for John Wall and a pick. Matthew, you're a Houston native. What do you think about that, about the trade? Uh, man, I don't, I don't know. Again, it's it's not shocking. You know, you heard the reports that he wanted out and things like that. But to get a piece like John Wall back, uh, luckily we did get a pick with it as well, first round. Um, but, you know, John Wall is another guy coming off of major injuries. Uh, interested to see what happens. Hopefully it works out. I did read something that, you know, it was both teams uh, kind of, Big effort to keep their stars, you know, trying to bring John Wall here to try to keep Harden. And apparently Washington tried to get uh, Westbrook to keep Bradley Beal there. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we're always excited when they make moves, at least somewhat decent moves. You know, we got Boogie and stuff like that. So Yeah, you had, you do have the uh, Kentucky connection again, you know, because they played back yeah. at Kentucky and now they're back together. Richie, what do you think? Um, The trade doesn't make sense to me. Uh, you got – you got ball dominant Westbrook, ball dominant Wall. Um, you know, maybe Washington came out on the better end because they get Westbrook, who's not as uh, 
his history's the injury history isn't there like it is with John Wall. Maybe the chemistry with John Wall and Boogie added into the mix and Harden will be something different. Uh, they, I feel like those do share a lot of similar interests. Uh, and I don't know, like, it, it didn't make sense to me. It was more about moving a disgruntled star out of where they were at. John Wall and Russell Westbrook. Right. That can apply to. I think it'll definitely, it'll definitely be interesting to see, but I think the Rockets maybe make another move or two. I hope they keep Harden because, of course, moving into our next topic, Harden recently or Harden's going to open up apparently a new restaurant here in Houston called 13. And they're, uh, according to Harden, they're looking for employees to hire staff, management, waiters, waitresses, all that good stuff. But I think once it opens, it might be interesting to go in and try it. But if he leaves, there's really no point in having to uh, have made a restaurant here in Houston anyway. But we'll see. We'll see where, where that goes. Um, in some other news. Um, we heard that you know Luke is a big Luke is a big rising star in the NBA. He's most likely the face of the NBA once LeBron retires and going on from there. But it turns out that LeBron wanted Luca on his team, LeBron team, or team LeBron to be a um, an, a, a Nike a Nike athlete and and sign with uh, with the Nike brand. Ultimately, he ended up signing with with Jordan. What do you think about the uh, about the statement from LeBron, Richie? Since you're a big Dallas fan as well. Um. I think is RFC real effing cute that LeBron wants to uh, start a team. LeBron, uh, I am a big Jordan head, so I feel like that's a bite off of him. But then these days, done it. Um, you know, Jordan paved the way for those guys to do it. Um, but at the same time, you know, who is, you know, I guess people like Luca are the ideal targets for something like that younger guys coming in because i don't really see any of his um competitors competitors in the league trying to sign up for team lebron like a younger star like luca would be or Mm -hmm. other college players ball players coming in the league Mm -hmm. matt was definitely a good financial move for for lebron exactly matt what do you think about it or any comment on it Yeah, and no, I just don't think it's uh, very likely that he'd be able to sign somebody under his brand when it's still under the Nike umbrella. You know, it's like, yeah, Jordan's under the Nike umbrella too, but, you know, it's Jordan brand. It's It doesn't seem mm-hmm. carry the same weight. It would be like someone, you know, joining Adidas brand and being a whatever athlete, like a Luka athlete, you know. Right. Um, it just doesn't carry the same weight. So it's a tough sell. Maybe there will be some kids, you know, Maybe his son is going to be the first one that's under the LeBron name. Uh, I uh, I heard on the radio today that they had the idea of maybe LeBron sticking around until Bronny makes it to the league. If he makes it to the league, it sounds interesting. Now, speaking of branding, you've seen a bunch of athletes starting to like kind of branch off and do their own thing. Of course, it started with Jordan, and then for the most part, other athletes have just been under the umbrella of the different teams, Nike, Adidas, Reebok, Under Armour. But now we're also seeing Steph Curry is branching off of Under Armour and having his own Curry brand. So I guess it's kind of the same idea, right, with LeBron branching off of Nike to do his own LeBron line. But it seems like Steph Curry is the first to do it since Michael Jordan. Um, He has a new logo, has his Curry A coming out. I'm pretty excited to see what all he's going to do because it seems like Curry's where Curry's really community based, you know, get back to the kids, get back to the sport, get back to, to Oakland and wherever else he's, he's from Charlotte, all that stuff. 
So I'm really excited to see what he's going to do with his with uh, his his branching off of uh, of Curry Brand. Do you think it gets as big as Jordan or it reaches some kind of some kind of heights? What do y'all think? Um, I don't think there's any way, man. Uh, it's so it's so hard to follow up, you know, Jordan and stuff like that. And it's funny that you say, you know, he's big into community and see what he does. Uh, I'd be very interested to see where that goes because I remember when KD got his signature shoe and he said, you know, I want my signature shoe to stay under $100 so that kids can afford it. When he, he claimed that, you know, when he was a kid, he couldn't afford the Jordans for $150, $200 or whatever. And he wanted to make sure his shoes were affordable. But I know his shoes are now over $140, um, They definitely didn't stay under 100 and all that. Yeah. Richie, what do you think? I, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, I think price points definitely concern it. If he's starting to do more on his own, maybe the budget different. I don't know how exactly how things on that side work. I think you know his wife's got that restaurant, Under Armour as a whole. Yeah, I mean I know he's definitely made enough money to to support this endeavor, but I think Under Armour and Steph Curry have a logo problem. Like the UA logo does not look sleek on a shoe. Um, you know, there's very there's a lot of creative things you can do with the swoosh, as well as the three stripes. UA just doesn't have that flexibility. Um, even pools, you can kind of do something like the logo looks like it's moving. UA just looks like they just threw it on the shoe, and that's kind of what I feel like has happened with this Curry logo. It's it's a little better than the UA logo, but I think they need to tackle that harder, come up with something different. Good points. Good points. All right. So moving into, you know, if y'all have seen lately, you know, every every year the NBA comes out, well, not NBA, but Nike, because Nike is the brand apparel for the NBA uh, for the last, what, three going on four seasons now. And uh, we, we can talk a whole lot about that in a different episode as well. But every year they come out with a different type of city edition jersey. Um, I, I personally have liked the Dallas city jerseys that have come out in recent years. And even so more, I really like this one because I think we're the only team that's gotten a white and gold trim kind of jersey focusing on Pegasus. Looking at the Houston Rockets jersey, it ties back to the old day with the Houston Oilers. So it has that blue with that red trim. But did, jer- did y'all look at any jerseys at all? What do y'all think about the city jersey in general? That kind of pop- things that kind of pop out for you when I look at them, when I think about the uh, NBA city jerseys. So which ones, the Statement jerseys have the Jumpman on them, right? Right. This the Statements are going to have the Jumpman logo on it, and that's just the one that says, like, the regular team. It's just like an it. alternate, yeah. Mm-hmm. The City jersey, so I, I, I rock with the idea of a City jersey, like finding a unique way to highlight um, where these teams are based out of this dope. Just looking at some of these right now, I'll highlight some of my favorites, like Utah's look dope. Um, the Warriors got a nice little callback on there. Those look dope. The Rockets, of course, are bringing back the Oilers colors. Um, the Pacers kind of trying to take you back to the better times when their teams were doing a lot better. Um, I feel like Nike has definitely stepped it up this year with the city jerseys. Right. The Mavericks jerseys have been very basic. I feel like this year's Mavericks jersey is definitely a reflection of the city, more so than 
the graffiti one was and more so than the plain black one was. Um, and then you kind of see the teams that hit that right off Black Miami, they've kind of kept that sign and just took the cup. So like you kind of see Nike finding their way with some teams and others, they came out the gate and hit it on the first try. Right. I think I, I kind of wonder too, like at what point, you know, are you going to maybe start running, stop, start running out of ideas for each city or is there going to be enough, you know, stuff to go off of to always create these new jerseys every single year? I definitely think that it's it's cool that they have this these this inspiration behind them. You know, represents the city, represents a certain aspect of the city, arts district, music, food, um, certain symbols throughout the city. Uh, and so it's interesting to see how they find these different inspirations. Are they always a hit? No, but I think just it's the fact that Nike has gone from just having basic jerseys to how can we tell more of a story with the team through their jerseys as well, which is something that I think Adidas Adidas failed to hit on when they were the previous. Um, the previous provider and the same with Reebok. And, you know, it's interesting to see, will this type of storytelling happen in the NFL with Nike being the providers of the NFL? Would it happen in the MLB as well? Um, who knows where it can go or whoever comes out behind Nike, will they do some kind of change with it as well? Some other jerseys that I looked at that I really liked, um, although I always hated the Spurs, the Spurs jersey is pretty cool. It has that, that blue, pink, and like orange tone um, to it. Mm -hmm. That Fiesta color. Right. That one was pretty dope. Um, I did like the Indiana one. The Phoenix Sun one was pretty good because it goes back to like their desert colors. Um, but I think, yeah, every, every I'm inter it's inter interesting to see every jersey that they're coming out with and the different story behind behind each one. Matthew, do you have any comments on the uh, NBA City jerseys? Yeah, I was just kind of curious, like, are they going to keep coming out with stuff or maybe they find some that work and then just try to find one that works for everybody? Like, you know, that Spurs one's really good. Um there's a few of them that are really good and stick around. I know the Toronto one looks pretty good. Uh, I saw something about the shorts with that one, how it has like the uh, the Raptor mark across, like a scratch mark across the shorts, which was pretty cool. But then, man, the main thing I'm thinking is, you know, what are they thinking on some of these that are just kind of out there? I feel like they're going to have to go back to the just playing. To the drawing board with it, like the, uh, the Trailblazers one that says Oregon across the front. Right. That one was my favorite. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's cool. You know, there's, there's always a, uh, design behind it, but you know it could have been done like the uh, the next one. The one is trash. One, like, trash. Oh, next one. Yeah, the uh, I don't know. Just some of them. I feel like I think what they're going to end up doing is keep those ones that are really good, like the Pacers one and the the Spurs ones that are cool, and that you go the Oakland one that can just stick around, and then try to update the other ones to till they get it to work. The the Houston one, man, I you know, I know it's an O to the Oilers and stuff like that. I like it. I do I like the gear actually a lot more, the jackets and stuff. But uh I don't know, I'm kinda kinda iffy on it, but we'll see what happens. I mean, but there's a couple in there that I don't know what they're thinking. And I like the Brooklyn Nets looks like a kid drew it. Um <laughs> and then I, I actually I actually like that. I actually kinda like that one. But you like the Nets one? Why? I did. I, I don't know. I thought it was just just the little hints of the different color, but yeah. Now that now that he says that, it does kind of remind me of a of a kid and I drawing. I forgot the Cleveland one is trash. The Cleveland one is probably more trash than like looks worse than the, the Nets one. Yeah. Have you yeah, not seen so that? I think they just like dropped that. So. Yeah. Milwaukee's yeah, is pretty. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think about uh, Milwaukee's being all like all blue? I do like them tapping into Milwaukee's like old school colors and using the new ones. Like those are dope. Um, the Buzz City is cool. Like I don't like it's a it's a new 
spin on the Hornets colorways. The Celtics one I'm looking at right now is super basic. Yeah. You know, some of these you really love, and I think some of these you really hate. Mm-hmm. And, and that's like they're extremes right now. You know, there's not a bunch of middle ground for for some of these. So, you know, it is what it is. I think that the Rockets need to capitalize on their uh, their pinstripe jerseys. Like, the, those are the yeah. Uh, the Navy ones, like the, the Steve Francis ones, two thousand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting, interesting. Good, some good, some definitely some good stuff. And uh, in some other words, I don't know if y'all saw it today too, but uh, the uh, Jordan Four Manilas, I, I I read somewhere that they released at the Nike store in Manila in the Philippines. But if you bought a pair, they forced you to wear it out, and so that kind of like, I guess, ticks some people off because oh, well, if if I buy the shoe, I should be able to do what I want with it. But at the same time, too, you know, those are argument between resellers and authentic sellers. And I, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, hey, you know, if you definitely really want the shoe, you should be willing to wear the shoe and show that you're really interested as opposed to buying it just to flip it immediately. What are, what, what are your thoughts on that, Matthew? And then we're going to Richie. Um, I mean, it's cool. You know, it's the first uh, I know it's for the release in the middle store, the first one or whatever it was. Um, I've actually, you know. It's cool that they made them wear them out or so. I don't know. You know, it's, it's kind of a thing, you know, which side are you on where, you know, I, I wanted to be part of the first store opening in Manila and stuff like that. And I want to save these for them. You know, there probably are legitimately some people like that. But for every one of those, there's probably 10 people that are just looking to resell it. But I did see this uh, kind of similar thing recently at some of the uh, skate shops that are selling the dunks right now that are real hot. Like they'll say, hey, man, you got to put on your feet to wear it out or something like that. So. It's it's interesting. I mean, it's I don't know. It, they they're still gonna get their money, like at skate shops, stuff like that. Um, it, it's not gonna stop. It's not gonna stop the reselling. None of right. That. So can I ask, what is Manila? Like, is that a store? Is that a place? It's a place. It's like, like a country in the Philippines, yeah. and then yeah, like in a, a store, as well. And so like. The colorways is that have is that tied into something that Manila's known for? I'm not too sure. I mean, there was like it was a green pair of fours, and I guess yeah, yeah. it had to do something with the with the Philippines country as well. And they sold it at the Nike store in Manila. So I, I caught on to the. Oh, okay. The city's black. Let's see. I caught on to the release late, um, but I guess speaking on the. If I have to buy something and wear it out of the store when I go, that's cool with me. Like, it's for me. If it's a gift, obviously, that's a little more tricky. Like, if I'm buying, like, a size 12 and I wear a 9 or vice versa, like, obviously, I'm not going to be able to wear them out. So, I don't know, like, let's say that's the case. Like, do they tell you, hey, you can't buy these? So, that's just, like, a tangent in my head that I'm wondering about. Mm -hmm. But... I'm all for them wearing it on the way out because the last time I was in line for this shoe was the UNC3. And this dude in front of me, he copped a pair of shoes, walked outside. Nowadays, like these dudes have the audacity to just sit out there, wait for you to, to be turned away because they sold out of shoes at the register. You know, wait for the people there to turn you away. You walk outside there right there trying to flip it back to you. So if you throw on your shoes, like if you make it war, if 
they make them wear them outside, you know, you, you cut off a resale point almost immediately. So, um, someone could also still buy them very near dead stock. So, yeah, well, that's what some of the people know. were saying out there too. They were saying, Oh, we'll just, you know, the people are just going to walk on their heels or they're maybe throw some plastic on underneath them. So it keeps, you know, the bottom from, from staying clean. But of course you put yeah. the foot in it and they were saying that, Oh yeah. Even when they resell them, they'll still, they'll still say like they're, they're dead stock, even though, they wore them out. So, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of things. Those are people for, people against it. I just thought it was very interesting that, you know, they're trying to stop the whole the whole resale phase because it is, it is, in my opinion, pretty crazy, especially with the idea that, you know, bots just come in and shut down everything. And those that really want to buy stuff really can't because they're they're, they're late to the game. Um, yeah, that, so that, that kind of wraps up our first portion of this podcast. We'll be right back after this short break and going into our topic about different shops that we've been to and different um, pickups that we've gotten throughout our, our sneaker career. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back everybody. So before we went on break, we talked about a few things that were going on in the social rec community, but now we're gonna transition over to some of our like good stories, uh, especially being in Austin, being in Dallas, being in Houston. But to start it off, let's talk about some of the, the some of the you know big come ups that we've had kind of in our in our uh, sneaker sneaker shopping sneaker careers sneaker exploration all, all all that stuff. So let's go ahead and start with Matthew. Matthew, what is uh, have you copped anything recently at all, or what are you like? What are you searching for? What are you into? Um, what what have you bought lately? Uh, man, I did get a couple things over the uh, Black Friday releases and stuff like that. I did get a a pair of the the patent leather black and uh, gold ones and the the fire red fours. So are, are you are you are you are you keeping? Or are you putting on ice? Or are you flipping? What are you trying to do with them? Um, right now I'm still trying to decide. I I, I would want to keep both shoes, but I mean I'm not. I don't love them. If somebody take them off my hands, they can take them off my hands. It's I'm not I'm not married to them or anything like that. Uh, I've actually been big on uh. Finding like uh, this, t- I mean, I've always this is my story. From everybody I tell is my story. Is like, you know, my thing is to not pay retail for stuff. I always, you know, find it on sale or try to find a way. So, you know, I, I've always been up on that. That's the way I've always been. Now, when you mean like don't pay retail, like how far under retail are you trying to are you trying to go? Because you're paying under retail, and my paying under retail are completely different. So for me, like if the shoe's a hundred bucks and it drops down to like. 80 90 hey i might just go ahead and try to buy it but what's your what's your under retail well it, it depends on what we're talking if we're talking about like you know an immediate release um anything under retail is i'm kind of the same way if it's something i want uh, i remember back in the day when we could do it i would i was telling somebody these stories recently today at work and the other day at work that uh I remember when the 11s were coming back out pretty much every year and the Concords and I think the Cool Grays came out in the same year, whatever, whatever it was. I remember for sure the Concords, I had like three pairs, three or four pairs from Nike and I just bought them to sell them to make my price go down. But for the majority of the stuff that I was getting, I was getting them off eBay and Nike Talk and stuff like that. And if it's a $110 shoe, $150 shoe, I wasn't paying over 50, 60 bucks for it. <laughs> Uh, so what was probably like your biggest cop that was, on that? That was my thing, man. I had to get, I, I'd be on the hunt. So what was, um, what, what would you say like your biggest I mean, cop was just, on eBay? Like my biggest deal or my best bargain or like, whatever? Yeah, like your best, yeah, your best bargain shop on eBay. Um, Man, I, I got so much stuff for 50 bucks. I remember I got two pair and then, you know, this pair I was, I really liked and they were used really, uh, 
slightly. I think they were worn like once or twice, but somebody had night uh, IDs, and I'm actually wearing them right now, a pair of Air Max 1 and a pair of Air Max 90, and I saw that they were selling both of them, and they wanted like 80 each, 90 each, something like that. And I, and what I used to do, especially when I was in college, is I would watch all these auctions or whatever, and I'd let them run out, and nobody would buy them. They'd just go unsold. And I'd message the seller and say, hey, man, you still have those Air Max 1s? They'd be like, yeah, I do. Say, yeah, you still have those uh, those 90s? Yeah, I do. I'll give you $100 for both of them. All right, fine. You know, they didn't sell. They weren't going to sell them. So, they, so I got both pairs of two IDs for 100 bucks. And, and, man, I couldn't tell you how many times that I've gotten you know, Air Max 1s, 90s, 93s, whatever, just, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks for them. I'll give you 50 bucks for them. I would, I mean, I would lowball them and they would just <laughs> accept it because nobody was buying it. Right. Back then, it didn't matter. It was, it was all the time. Anything I got, it was, I was always trying to get for cheaper than what it was. Yeah. What it was, it was definitely a uh, message them right away. Definitely a, an easier game to play. I did it the play. other day on a pair of 180s. Uh huh. Um, those Easter 180s I had a few years ago, I got those for like 35 bucks. Wow. But, uh, the other day there were some black and pink, um, Air Max 180s that I, that I was eyeing for a long time and they were new. Um, he only wanted like 80 bucks for them or something like that. Um, or maybe it was like 70, but I remember the shipping was 20. I didn't realize at the time, but they were coming from Canada. That's why the shipping was so expensive. Hmm. I was like, man, I'm not going to pay that. It was a good price. It was like 70 bucks or something, but they wanted $20 shipping. I mean, I'm not paying that. So I watched it, watched the auction for a week. It ended up ending no bids. And I said, I messaged him, hey, you still have the one black 180? He's like, yeah. I said, would you take 50 shipped for him? And he's like, yeah, I'll just update it and uh, I'll relist it and you can buy it. So what he did is he dropped the price down to $30 by it now, but he still kept the $20 shipping because it was from Canada or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I bought, got it for 50 bucks. <laughs> interesting interesting richie what about yourself man any any you don't have to be from ebay anything from any any any, uh, any unique uh sneaker sneaker cops what, what, what have you bought recently or anything in the past that you want to talk about and share with us so um i'll do my most recent friends my most recent cop was the the jubilees um you know oh you were able that, to, you were able to snag you a pair Team early, you know. Uh, I'm a big fan of the 11 silhouette. A lot of people, so my brother is, I, I feel like I've fueled my brother's addiction for shoes as well. He's in Cali. So he hits on a lot of the drops out there. And I was showing him the 11s, and he was like, no, nah, I don't like the, the Jordan on the eyelets. And I was like, bro, like, like, you don't know, like, this is the original, like, design. I think even a few leaked, a few of the DMP 11s, original DMP 11s leaked like that before they corrected the production. And then, so there's like grails out there of the white, black, and gold Jordan 11s from the DMP package with the Jordan on the eyelet and gold. And I just, I like that design. So I had a chance to hit on those and I did. And I'm hoping that I'm one of the few that can say, hey, I, you know, I hit on a sneakers app for this one. Uh, so that's my most recent cop. Now I'm not like crazy about it. Like, I don't know when I'm gonna wear them or if I flip them, if, if the money's right. Um, flipping for the uh, flipping for the Adapt 11s? You're gonna get the Adapt 11s for 500? I do not like that colorway. So no. <laughs> um, it just looks weird to me. The upper looks like a little translucent and I don't like that. Hmm. Um, and also the, 
the uh, the buttons on the bottom just look awkwardly placed. Like it just it just looks like there's not room for them. Like they could have found a better place to put them. In my opinion. I agree. But, I agree with that. That's my most recent cop. Um, I love the eleven. I guess segwaying into older cops and stories. Like you know, there was a period there where they would drop an eleven every Christmas, and I mean they still kind of do, I guess, right? But the main ones, like they drop the breads, the uh, they dropped the Columbias, the Cool Grays, the Concords, of course. Um, I think for the Space Jams, and I think they even dropped a alternate version with the 45 on the back. Um, I was lucky enough to have a plug back when you needed a plug at the shoe store. Um, uh, this girl I went to school with, her name was her name was Erica. She like we just we've been going to school together since elementary school. And she knew I was into shoes. She worked at the Champs at Rubber Mall here. And if you know the Champs at Rubber Mall, you know they get all the all the colorways, all the releases they used to. Um, so yeah, she would hook it up. I got, I hit like three years in a row. I got the breads. I got um, the breads were in the countdown package, of course. Um, I got the Space Jams. I got the Cool Grays. I got a few pairs of Cool Grays, but I got them for the homies. So. Um, you know, I, I've kind of, I've kind of done it that way, and then I've also waited in line. I waited in line for my, my fire red fives. Um, I and I also, you know, I, I lowballed somebody online. I remember my best cop online was probably I copped the Altitude Thirteens, the O Five ones, with a pair of last shots for like one fifty, both of them. Um, Another pair that I'm really proud of to say that I copped online were the uh, red suede 21s. That's not like a favorite by everybody, but I, I rock with the all red shoe. And um, well, you the, know, the suede 21s were actually, I mean, they're they pretty unique. They were they were interesting, right? Because Jordan wasn't playing anymore, but Allen was still playing and Allen was rocking them. So they looked like super dope on Allen's feet and just the fact that they were like an all red suede, it was, it was different. It wasn't your traditional, you know, breads. It was your, it was your reds. And of course that's, that's still a popular shoe to this day, even though the 21 is not even a real popular model. So yeah, I can, I can definitely agree with that. And you've seen inspiration come from it too. Of course, the red Octobers, um, there's raging bulls, uh, the pack, the raging bulls, um, the, the red cement threes and even, bleeding over into Air Maxes, the 97 Olympic pack has all red. You see all red shoes all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, game has changed. There's been different ways to do it throughout the years. I will lean on Nike Talk. Um, you know, shout out. That was one of the original spots you could go to. And people have no idea what it was like back then. Well, yeah, I know, I know Matt, Matt put me on a Nike talk and I, I just thought Nike talk was an affiliate of actual Nike, but it was just its own, you know, threads, conversation mm -hmm. boards, whatever. Um, so he showed me Nike talk and I, I would occasionally just see what they had, but I, I was too afraid to, you know, send money via this or send money via that. So I would, I would say, Hey Matt, like if you find anything, let me know, I'll throw you some money and we'll get it flipped. But then you actually showed me on, uh, I think it was uh, Soul Collector. Soul Collector had like yeah. a thread too. He got you mad about, at me because I was on it all the show time. Soul Collector. So we did Soul <laughs> Collector. Uh, we did Nike Talk. What, what were some other threads that y'all probably used out there? I know, I know I used Craigslist quite a bit, especially in Austin. I would take you with me, Richie. Like we went to some kid's house that was selling his kicks. 
out the back of his uh, out the back of his house. We were thinking like, man, we're like two grown guys, and here's this little high school kid. Like we can technically like punk him for his shoes, but like, nah, we're good. I just wanted to take you just for safety measures. But yeah, we just we would just do crazy things like that to where we just go to different shops, different pe- different places, different people, and just try to find try to find the next cop. Matt, you have any you have any stories? Uh, man, the eBay were my big ones. I didn't do a lot of person-to-person buying. I did buy a good amount off of Nike Talk. I was low-balling them, too, and they'd take it. Back then, it didn't matter. Um, you know, uh, eBay was my big one, for sure. I, the only time I went, like, person-to-person was, you know, friends, stuff like that. I'd switch something with them, trade something here. Um, not a lot of, like, Craigslist or anything like that. I think I did get some off Soul Collector, but Nike Talk and eBay was when I was in college, and those years, like mid two thousands to you know two thousand twelve, thirteen, something like that. That's all I did. Now, now Austin was a big was a big place. Well, at least for us, it was right because we had this freedom, we had this independence, just to kind of go. And with Austin, everything is kind of like very close knit, especially stuff on the drag, stuff down the street, um, on Guadalupe, on on MOK. Um, so we've talked a little bit about you know the different shops. What are some of the shops that you you would you would go and check out and you know find some steals or find some deals or just even go to see what they what's the latest thing that they had? And it was uh, it, it's still the same thing. I was always bargain hunting, especially in college. Um, you know, Motive eight hundred seven, which isn't around anymore, unfortunately. Man, that was a that was my place over there in Austin. Uh, I I fell in love with that place because they had everything. Um. And then I fell in love with that place because they had same, some uh, Air Max, some Euro exclusive Air Max lights. Um, and that was like a green and white colorway, man. I loved them. I bought them on site. I called my buddy that was going to school at San Antonio at the time. I said, hey, man, they have these Euro exclusive. And I got both, both a pair because he was looking for them too. Um, but at the same time, they had all that stuff. But on the, on the floor stacked up, they had those 50% off boxes. And, man, I'd spend – an hour or two going through those boxes and just seeing what they had. And it was stuff I liked, you know, Air Max, whatever. <laughs> Sometimes they had some Jordans down there and stuff like that. But for sure, they had a lot of Adidas and Reebok and stuff down there. But they had the 50% off wall. Uh, Motive was my spot for sure. Um, I remember, uh, well, of course, Technar had all the skate shoes and stuff like that. Uh, nice talks, nice kicks, my bad. Uh, had an open one. When I first got to Austin, but I remember, I remember when Matt uh, from Nice Kicks had tweeted out the address, and he and he hadn't announced the store or anything like that, but he tweeted out an address, and I looked it up, and I was like, man, it's on the drag, you know, well, like it's down, you know, where the store is now, right? And uh, I tweeted back at him, I was like, opening up a spot in Austin, and he just like, I think he replied back either question mark or something like that, and then sure enough. Uh, not too long after that, they announced the, sh- the store. And Do you still have I the remember- tweet saved? I don't know. I'd no. Have to look. I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't favor it or anything. Um, man, funny story about Matt. Um, I remember when the store opened, they had this loyalty program, I guess you would call it, where you know you buy five pairs of shoe and then you get basically a shoe free. Five pairs of shoes and then you get a pair free or something like that. So what it was is, you know, if you go in there and buy shoes, say you buy five pairs of Jordans that were $150 each. So, you know, your average price was $150 on that six pair. You would have $150 credit or something like that. Like it was ridiculous. And, I, and but of course me being me, you know, I was buying the stuff on sale 
I remember I bought a pair of Air Maxim ones, some black and yellow ones that were on sale 50% off. I got the History of Air Air Max 180s, the women's ones, the green and blue ones, um, for 50 bucks there because they had he had this thing that he called the vault. And he's like, you know, I'll pull a pair or two out the vault every once in a while. And he did. Uh, I got those there. And then I'll never forget, it was me, um, my roommates at the time, stuff like that. We were eating at Pluckers. And we see Matt. And uh, he comes up and he's like, hey, nice kids. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. You know, like, <laughs> all right. Uh, but I mean, it was cool because, you know, we, I, I'm sure he doesn't remember me. But when he'd see me those years around Austin, he'd tell me what's up. And, you know, I'm not going to say we were friends and knew each other. But we definitely – he knew who I was from coming in the store and hanging out and stuff like that. And of course, those names cool. are the same. I mean, so cool to keep a relationship with them, but you yeah. know how that goes. Yeah, I know. So, um, you know, I always kick myself for those relationships that I should have kept and made, but I never do. Right. You know. So some other places on the drag. I don't know if you used. I know we talked about it last time, but we would always we would always go to it. I just felt like in between for me, it was either before school or in between classes or after classes. Like I would always I would always hit up hit up Tyler's on the drag um, just because like I always felt like, you know, it, whenever, even especially when we were playing like intramurals, like, oh, I don't have cleats. So I don't have, you know, I don't have shorts. I don't have soccer socks. Like I can just go to Tyler's across the street. And like I bought, you know, a pair of cleats one day to, to play like intramural sports. Um, I found some shin guards there one time, some shoes, uh, basketball shoes. Like there was just so much stuff at Tyler's. Um, I bought a pair of Jordan 11 lows, the IEs. They're like blue um like a like a like a royal blue white and some yellow in them and they weren't, they weren't popular yeah. but it was like maybe one of the first pair of drones that i bought there that was super cheap it was like maybe 50 60 bucks and so i always go back and like what you said they had you know the, the they had the shelves or the benches underneath the benches, the benches they had the the shoes that you can just kind of go through um did you find any other stuff at tyler's as well what did you find richie did you ever go to tyler's yeah um I, I wasn't a big Tyler's person. No. I think if I went, it was with y'all. Um, you know, they, you know, my, my first instinct is to look for J's. So they didn't have a lot of them. They had Air Maxes. They had different kinds of Nike silhouettes. So, you know, I wasn't a big Tyler's person. Um, one spot that I do remember and uh, had a lot of dope, drops and, and kind of expanded the game and started selling clothing and jewelry too was a uh, status collective status if i'm not mistaken on uh 6th street that started to blow up you know and that's later later in austin in our austin years um that started to blow up because of south by southwest i remember the guy one of the guys from status eventually branched off and did his own thing here in dallas um I think they tried to do a status branch here. It didn't go so well. So homie ended up opening his own spot. And now he's in the Galleria, um, the Dallas Galleria Mall. And he's doing pretty well for himself. I see homie with a dope interior setup. He's got a sneaker room. And that thing looks super clean. He's always posting pictures with people that come through. Demarcus Lawrence, um, Cowboys defensive end, and other artists. Um, so it's good to see that Dallas has a staple. Um, you know, there weren't that many shops when I was growing up. I think I went to Attic, uh, which was in West Village. And that eventually died out. Um, I would have to dig 
and hunt for my cops. Um, Barney's New York was inside North Park and they always had stuff on sale. I remember they had these super clean, like all white dunks with the gold swoosh for like 50 bucks. Um, not my size though. My friend copped them instead. Um, there was a sneaker store off of Northwest Highway. I, I don't know if you remember the name, but they're like right across from Bachman Lake and they were pretty good, pretty big. Oh, um, I remember we were talking about my, I had friends that used to work there. Um, it was like sold something. I can't remember what it was called. Something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some, some kind of soul. And they, they had a, a room full of Jordan. So I, that was usually one of my stops. Um, I made a few notes here. Now in Dallas, there's a there's new spots. There's a spot in Deep Ellum called Sneaker Politics, which is dope. Um, Index is off of Mockingbird, which is more of a skate shop. So they're going to have like all the SB drops, the, the dunk drops. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, man, like I, I I have been sneaker shop hunting since I can remember. I think the first trip I took to do that was to Chicago. And my mother was going for work. I tagged along. One of my homies went with me. And we literally were in these crazy parts of Chicago. Like imagine me, you know, skinnier and scrawnier, like in a bright, teal polo with my you know color coordinated pumas and i'm just walking through this south side area in chicago and they're like this dude but no belong here where the hell is he going and i'm just walking looking for all these shops like leaders was dope um you know and some of these i don't even remember but I, i remember i came up on some some baby uh flu games and i i you know, I gifted those to somebody. I still have some baby fives that I found there. I found some, I, all these stores that I was hunting for in Chicago and New York just kind of hold a, a special, you know, I got a soft spot for them. Flight Club is one of them. Uh, at most New York, St. Alfred's. There, there's just so many, but, you know, I, I try to show love to whatever city I go to. I try to show love to the local shops. Right. It's just the way I've always been. Right. So, so going back to our bargain shop, and I know Matt, me, I mean, Matt showed me this too. And I'm pretty sure he showed you as well, Richie, but even like places like Nordstrom's Rack, I don't even know Nordstrom's Rack had shoes on sale. So when he told mm-hmm. me about Nordstrom's Rack, yeah. I go to Nordstrom's Rack, I would find pairs of uh, Asics Gel Light 3s there for like, you know, $30, $40. I remember one time I went with my uh, my mother and my brother in Dallas and I was like pretty broke at the time. And so I like begged my younger brother, like, hey, Aaron, buy these for me and I'll, I'll pay you back for them when I get to it. And I, I think even Aaron was broke too, but he had enough money to buy me the, uh, the gel lights and they're sitting in my closet. I haven't worn them in a few years, but the Nordstrom's rack, we would go to uh, active athlete because active athlete always had, you know, like old basketball stuff, just sitting there, um, triple Man. price slashed. Um, but then I we'd also hit up like Marshall's in, in Austin. That was my spot. That's by, by Fiesta. They had, right? uh, they had, yeah, yeah, yeah. On fifty fourth, they, yeah. you know, it was they had the storefront or whatever, and that big window in the front, they had a wall of shoes. Right. And any mm-hmm. shoe on on that wall, you know, was on sale and stuff like that. So that was my wall. You but know, what sucked about that wall too is that I mean, most of those, like you said, and all that. Most of those shoes have been sitting there for a while. Like I found some, you know, some New York colorway ninety fives, uh, some night night, you know, flight ninety fives. I found some. I think I found some pennies there. Like I found several shoes, but. 
when you get the right shoe, the right shoe was crispy clean and the left shoe was kind of like yellow from just sitting there. But I mean, you would find you would find some good stuff. So you had Active Athlete. Uh, we would hit up the other shops like Ross or, or Marshalls and you find some cops there. And I think that's kind of like I guess that's the game now the way it is. If you're not able to go you know, to the shops and get it online, you go to you know the back resale shops, your Nordstrom's Rack, your Marshalls, your Ross. Um, I don't know. What, what are some other places you could maybe find some some good steals at? Matt. Steals, man, I don't know. I, I know now if you don't get the releases, it's all about consignment shops. Uh, I know there there was a few um, that were there around our time. Uh, going back in the story, you know, shout out Motive and my guy Fahad over there. Fahad, man, that was, that was my guy over there. Um, I think I had told you before, Chad, that, you know, he always looked out for me that I remember one drop specifically. It was for some, the 90s, the infrared 90s that came out probably like 2008 or something like that, 2007. Um, I knew they were coming out and he had like posted it online and I went to the shop and he said that they only got like half the shipment in. So it was only like the, the really small, the really big sizes, like the common sizes, like 10 through 12 weren't in the shipment. So I was like, damn, man, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss it when they finally come in. He's like, nah, you know, I'll hold on to your pair for you because you were here. And since then, man, I knew he was a, he was a, a good guy and stuff like that. That was my boy. Um, but, you know, he even did some consi- consignment in the shop too. Every once in a while, he let me put uh, the 11 and 12 package uh, that had came out around that time too. I had, I had put it up in his store for a little while just to have it in the case. And uh, I didn't end up selling them, of course, but uh, I remember he did that. But now all the stores are consignment shops, man. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's crazy. I I've, I fell down these rabbit holes on YouTube watching uh can't even remember what the kids name Cam Cam's Kicks or something like that. I don't know if y'all seen that guy, but he's got a no. he's got his store somewhere. He can't be more than I know he's not twenty, and it's him and his dad in the shop, and he's just like selling shit. And then there's a uh, these two girls in Oregon. They can't be more than I know they're not over 21, 22, something like that. Two girls, and they just man spending money buying stuff. So I know they're selling that stuff for crazy amounts, but. uh saw one the other day of course somebody walks in with some some off the off-white fives or like the union fours and stuff like that or the off-white fours uh, i'll give you you know 1100 for them or whatever and i'm just like in, in a in a little 15 minute video they're they got to be dropping i don't know 50 60 grand or something like that jeez jeez crazy yeah, that's crazy that you mentioned the uh, dropping 50, 60, you know, grand in a few minutes. I know I was listening to the uh, sneaker, the complex sneaker pod with, you know, Joe LaPuma and, and his other guys on there. And he was saying how he went somewhere and was able to find a pair of, uh, of Tiffany Dunks. And I, I was thinking to myself, oh, OK, maybe like, you know, he'll, he'll pay a couple hundred bucks for him. I, I don't know. I mean, I know Tiffany Dunks were pretty, you know, pretty pricey and pretty awesome to have and very rare. But when he said, I think he dropped, I think he ended up paying like three G's for them. And I thought to myself, man, that's crazy. Three G's for, for a pair of Tiffany Dunks, which the I think the regular price for him, what he was saying was like 4,500. So to drop three G's, I'm like, hey, if you got the money to start to drop three G's on a pair of Tiffany Dunks, I mean, you you, you better wear them. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, so we talked about Technar, we talked about you know, Tyler's and, you know, different steals, everything like that. I know for, for me, Technar, you know, because it was just, it was mostly a skate shop. And while they specialized in mostly like dunks and skate shoes, other stuff, um, the big cops I got from there were were the uh, the Street Fighter series, 
One pair was a pair of uh, P-Rod 4s, Akuma uh, edition, and the other pair was a pair of uh, Dunk Mids re, uh, reused. I really wanted the Chung Lees though, but missed out on them. Um, and I, I still have them. They're just sitting in, sitting in the closet, kind of collecting dust. I uh, definitely need to wear them. Um, any any other stories that y'all can think of that maybe pop up or any other shop that pop up from from your time in Austin or your time in uh, in Houston and Dallas? What other stories do y'all have to share with us? Matthew? As, uh, yeah, as, as far as Houston, uh, I mean, the big one, you know, the original one was pretty much a, a premium goods. Um, there was a good amount of time when they had everything. I remember I know any any store you can ask me about, you can ask me about their, their sale. They used to have a sale table that was $50 shoes, and, you know, I'd get stuff from there. Um, but, you know, they had all the releases. And, you know, in all honesty, I've never stood in line for a pair of shoes. Same. But I did go out there one time. Uh, one of my buddies was standing in line for the uh, the history of what were they? They were the HOA 360s, like the uh, history of Air 360s. Or our, no, no, no. It was the one-time only pack, and it was the uh, I think want to say it was the 97 360s. I forgot which ones he got, but they were 360s that they ended like a magic or whatever. And it was a real exclusive release, and he was over there that night. And I remember I went over there and took him some money to see if he could get me a pair too, but they had already like kind of gave out the tickets or they had told who was going to get them and who wasn't. And uh, I couldn't even tell you what happened. Sorry. I know I didn't get them. I don't remember what the actual reason was, but I know for sure. I didn't, I've never really stood in line for anything, um, but they were kind of the original ones here in Houston. I would say as far as I know, in my experience, um, I've seen how that, that store has kind of grown over the years, how the owner, I can't remember the chick's name right now, but, she had a and premium goods in Houston. Actually, her second store, the second store of premium goods, the first store is in, in New York. Uh, right. I want to say in Brooklyn. Um, but I remember her being in there every day, and and uh, nobody will ever remember the pair, but there uh, are the pack. But there was a pack back in like oh seven, I think, oh eight, something like that. That was a uh, it was called the shaved ice pack. And there's a I don't know if it was Japanese or or Chinese, but there was like a a name for it. Um, it was like the killed something. I don't, I don't know, whatever the Japanese or Chinese word was it for, for shaved ice. And that was a pack and it was kind of like a rainbowish color. Uh, I mean a rainbow design. And there was a pair of nineties, um, an Air Max one and a cork force one, I think. Mm -hmm. slope. And I was torn between like the 90 and the Air Max one. And I was like, man, which one would you do? And she's like, you know, if I were you, I would pick this. And I always remember that. And I ended up going with the Air Max one, I think when she told me the nineties, but Anyway, uh, I've seen that over the years, and there's a bunch of consignment shops. Yeah, whatever it was, I don't know. Yeah, but, I'm just, uh, I'm, I put up some, a I list had of the Air Max ones. Go ahead and finish it up. Yeah, I had, I had the Air, I had the Air Max ones when we were in college, but uh, you know, probably the saddest moment of our of our post today is you know when the house got broken into <laughs> and I lost almost all my stuff. <laughs> Those went with them, but I knew I was telling somebody the story at work today. I said, you know. If I somebody if I saw somebody walking around with those shoes in Austin, you know, probably ninety nine out of hundred, those were my shoes because I know nobody else had them. Not to say like oh they're so exclusive, but I just don't think anybody else had them. I never yeah. seen them again. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I, so I, this I, is crazy. I'm looking at the Kakagori pack right now. You said you had the ones, right? The Air Max ones. Yeah. yeah. They came so with two I pairs of laces, they, a white laces, and then a yeah, red, white, and so blue pair, I, something like that. 
the court forces. I bought a pair of these court forces in Chicago for because it was like fifty bucks, and I didn't know that the court forces were part of this guy's book. Like my mind is blown right now, and it is had red laces and a pair of white ones. And I, I don't have this anymore. Yeah. Well, I pulled up some different shops because you know, we're talking about different shops, and I know for for me, I've been to Center. In Dallas, I don't know if you've been to that one, Richie. I thought that one was pretty cool. Yes, I, I uh-huh. bought a pair of uh, uh, Olympic Air Max ones there. The guy was really cool. I went there a couple of times later on, and since I've been back to Dallas, I usually try to make it a make it a point. If I'm going to go to Dallas, I'll go to Center and check it out. But over here in Houston, I know there's a, a few more places have definitely popped up uh, in the city of the last few years. I know uh, I had a, actually a student a couple of years ago put me on to this place called Trusted Kicks, and they're more of a like sell and resale. So you go and kind of sell your stuff. And they'll turn around and, and sell it for, for other people that want to buy it. So I really need to go check them out. I think they're pretty cool. Um, I've been to this place. I think it's called, uh, I think it's just proper. Uh, me and the kids were walking, we were walking around, you know, down uh, around Houston one day, came across this little shop. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, didn't know what this was. Um, there's also this place called Sneaker Summit. That looks pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, premium goods pro- uh, pops up. There's other place called 8-1, Social Status. Uh, Soul Lounge, of course, Active Athlete pops back up. But yeah, definitely seeing that, you know, aside from the major chain retails, these uh, other places are starting to pop up, cater more to the culture, cater more to the community. Because again, it's they're they're for the people, they're they're by the people, and definitely a place where people can kind of like um, interact and and have fun, all that stuff. But um, that's gonna kind of you know wrap it up for for today. I hope y'all really enjoyed this uh, this segment. With my uh, with my co-host Richie and my other co-host Matthew uh, Matthew Puente, um, guys, you want to you want to send us off with any kind of uh, your 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 uh, accounts, your uh, social media pages, any kind of last minute messages before we go ahead and wrap this uh, wrap this episode up. Matthew, you want to go ahead first? Yeah, man. If y'all just want to check me out on Twitter and Instagram, it's at air underscore Matt on both of them. So air underscore Matt M A T T. You know, uh, good luck to everybody on the uh, Jubilees coming up and the uh, the Yeezys coming up this weekend and stuff like that. I know those are big. Um, the other thing is good luck on your bargain, honey. Make sure you find that pair for under retail. Richie? You can find me on Instagram, A-Slit, A-Y-E Slit. Twitter, it's El Segundo. El Segundo, but there's an H on the end of Segundo. Um you know, I'm really excited for the ones, the, I know there's a lot of ones, but the, the Carolina colorway ones that aren't dropping until February, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward for those, uh, and I'm probably not going to try for anything soon, uh, you know, I am keeping my eyes on the releases, oh, the, oh, the J Balvin ones, those are the ones, so I, I'm big on the one silhouette right now, that's what I'm going for. Cool, cool. Oh, and UT plug center is, I believe, co-owned by Michael. Huff. Awesome, awesome. Again, I'm Chad Sanchez. You can find me on Twitter at two Chads C H A D Z nineteen eighty eight. Also follow the Twitter for Social Rec at Social Rec S the letter zero C I A L R E C. And then you can find me on uh, Instagram um, Chad underscore San thirteen, and also follow. The Instagram page for Social Rec, S O C period, I A L R E C. It's been a pleasure, and we'll see you all next time, folks. Take care.